She may be a native Texan or not. We're not sure. But we do know she started the Fredericksburg Tea Party in 2009. She's a student of fine equine. And she's a true believer in correcting Matt whenever it's needed. This is the Angela Smith Show with special co-host Matt Long. Good morning, Matt Long. Good morning, Angela Smith. I'm telling you, another gorgeous Monday morning in the hill country. Isn't it good? It is gorgeous for about another 10 minutes. For about another 10 minutes. There you go. Yeah, and if you're not out working right now, well... you missed it almost. You've I'm missed, sorry. You've missed the opportunity, that's for sure. Um, speaking of missed opportunities, right now as we speak, the Kerr County Commissioners are about seven minutes into their meeting. I have been getting some... Um, notices uh, yep. from the uh in one of our uh, um uh, what our do you chat call? rooms our chat rooms yes. that apparently they were a little bit worried about um didn't seem like very many people were showing up um and then at the last minute they have filled the room they have now they're not if you don't in a seat you're if you're not in a seat you're going to be at, outside um they um I but guess outside up. the room. Yeah, show up. But show up. They because need to... that is so impressive when it's standing room only. Yeah, really. absolutely. And um, it also gives you the the then the the power or the the standing to say y'all need to meet in a bigger room. I mean, I'm just yeah. looking at the picture. I think I, I know. Actually, I have walked past the uh, county commissioner's room um, in the Kerr County Courthouse. Mm-hmm. So I've walked past that. I guess that's the uh, courtroom, isn't it? So I've walked past it. I know what it looks like, and it's pretty small. I've seen where they meet. Um, I just lost track of who I was. Oh, school board, Fredericksburg School right. Board. Same thing. They meet in a room that it's only going to hold a dozen or more parents. And, and right. here in uh, Kirk County, they're meeting in a room that's going to hold a couple of dozen county <laughs> residents. Right. There's a reason they do that. It's because we haven't been going for years. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean it's, it's kind of common sense, you know, so we'll give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, but um, that's changing. That's changing yeah. in the Hill Country, and we um, expect you guys to be out there. Absolutely. So if you um, had forgotten about the Kerr uh, County Commissioner's meeting, it has to do with hand-counted ballots. This is election integrity. They're meeting right now. If you live in Kerrville, I'll give you permission. You can listen to the Angela Smith show in the podcast <laughs> later on. That's right. But um, even if you go stand outside, and I don't know if that means outside, if they're in the hallway. I imagine that's what they're mm-hmm. on. That's what I imagine I'm they're in the hallway. So and uh, so and it's a pretty wide hallway through there. I'm just going. I think I've been in that building one time. Yeah. And uh, so um, I'm just going by my memory there. But go ahead, go head down there and stand and be with those who are concerned about election integrity. You don't have to speak or talk or anything. And um, we know how important it is yes. uh, to show yes. up. The optics. When, just just put yourself in the shoes of a county commissioner who shows up to you know transact business, and all of a sudden, I mean, if he didn't if he didn't know that election integrity is on the minds of Kerr County residents, they should now, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if there's anything else on that agenda that they weren't aware of that is important to you, they should now, especially if it's standing room only out in the hallway. That's what you want. 
Yep. That'll catch their attention. You know, and uh, I'm going to stray off of the off of this off of my uh, 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 <laughs> off of my prepared comments. Okay. You know, we um, I heard some uh, um, during testimony and uh, the Texas uh, state capitol when it was on the floor it had already gone through committee meetings and the other side was making their argument on the floor and one of the arguments had to do with the fact that they had over 400 and some odd people testify against this bill Mm -hmm. and that there were only about 40 or 50 that testified Mm -hmm. for it Mm-hmm. Now, who do you think we were? We were on the 40 or 50, yeah, right? We were on it's that the side. That's the way it goes, Matt, yeah. And, and so we've been telling you this for years, and yet, and, and even when it came down to the floor, that was used, and, and, and so your yes. members on the floor, what they're hearing is that conservatives really weren't that concerned about this mm-hmm. issue, mm-hmm. or they would have showed up. Right. The fact is, we know how concerned you are. But if you're not, yes. if the, if you're not a body in the room, if you're not visible, if you're not registered, if you're not there, if you're the silent majority there you go, is. Matt. That's where I was going to. That's what I was going to say. The silent majority, it, being silent is useless. I'm, I'm sorry, but we can we can all sit at home. But being silent about it uh, out in public is useless. So, yeah, um, we, not going to get us anywhere. I, it, people, anybody who's tried to tell me in the last year or two that uh, conservatives are a majority in the Hill Country, I've laughed at them. <laughs> and I've said, you're only a majority if we can see that you're a majority. Mm-hmm. So I'm not buying this. And people get mad at me. I've had people get really outraged. Angela, I'll say, well, we're not really a majority. Matt, Matt we are. We're a majority in the Hill Country. Well, you're, you're, you're speaking from experience, Matt. Yeah, that's where you're speaking from. You're coming from experience. You're the one that has shown up and, you know, for or against an issue. And when the majority, in quotes, didn't come with you, you didn't look like you didn't look or sound like a majority. We don't. Period. And so in front of those that make the decisions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So a silent majority is worth I'm going to steal from my most uh, not my most hated president, but (laughs) he's there in the bottom list. Um, Silent majority is worth a bucket of warm spit. If you ask me, that was what uh, LBJ said about the office of uh, vice presidency. Uh And so, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Silent majority doesn't mean crap. If you're not there, if we don't show up, we are not the majority. Right. So stop telling me that. Um, all right. Speaking of, man, you know, I was thinking over the weekend, I hadn't gone on a rant in a long time. <laughs> today may be the day. There's plenty of stuff here There's today. Plenty to rant about. We're going to be talking about the welfare housing that's going on in uh, Fredericksburg yeah, yes. in Gillespie County. Um, and uh, by the way, it's not too late to that. You can attend that tomorrow morning at nine o'clock yes. while I'm on the air. That's right. Fredericksburg City Council. We're going to talk more about that yes. in the second quarter. Um, but let's go ahead and get to some of the other calendar stuff. And then when we, uh, after the break, we're going to really go into tomorrow's Fredericksburg City Council meeting. Uh, Wednesday, the 28th uh, at 6 o'clock, Texit is going to meet at Backwoods Barbecue. Um, and uh, I think that has become a regular meeting um, I think it's almost monthly that they are up there. Yes. So that's Wednesday at 6 o'clock, Backwoods Barbecue. I think last time I was there, I know that back room holds about 35 before it gets crowded. And I think they said at the last meeting that they had that room full. 
We had it pretty full. Yes, I'm, I'm not we. They. I attended. They, you, you were attended. I finally got to go to one of their meetings and it was really good. Really great people. Some people from out of town that are um, in the Texas movement and lots of good conversation around um, what some of our representatives are doing or not doing and should be doing. <laughs> but it was really, it was very good and some really, really solid, good conservative people there, Matt. Okay, good deal. So that's Wednesday night at 6 o'clock. Go yes. check it out. If you have questions, I know this is a sensitive topic for people. All right, so go ask questions. Go and get into the conversation because you've got such great people talking about it. It's very inter- it's very interesting, Matt. A lot to learn, and I think the more ideas that come to the table regarding it, the better it gets really Mm -hmm. absolutely um saturday uh one o'clock the prayer walk in kerrville we'll give you more details as we get closer to the weekend on the 12th of course uh wednesday the 12th is the next uh meetup of the liberty and action group out of kerrville and then the next fredericksburg tea party meeting is on the 13th that's the second Thursday in July. Tell right. us about we're gonna we're gonna have movie night, popcorn and ice cream yes, and Matt. movie night. It's, so tell it's, us about it's a it. summer movie night. We've never done this before, as you know. Um, but why not? It's hot and people are, you know, a little bit weary about about the middle of July. And we're doing uh, we're showing a film by um award winning uh producer Curtis Bowers. Mm-hmm. Um he has quite the story it's so amazing all the things that god has just led him to do and he was so obedient he just did them whether he knew what he was actually getting himself into or not and he produced a film called agenda and then he did agenda two well we're going to be showing agenda two at st joe's hall it's fabulous it's a really nice venue for this um and we're doing a ice cream bar and um, a Sunday bar, I guess you should say, and popcorn. And so not only will it be fun and a little bit of break from all of the crazy that's going on, but also extremely, ex- I watched it last night to kind of refresh myself about it. And man, the information on it is just, it's just timeless. Mm. It's timeless wisdom. We can use it from over and over. And um he shows you how to get America back. All right. So that is Thursday the 13th, the second Thursday. The Fredericksburg Tea Party's been meeting on second Thursdays since 2013. That's right. 2013. All right. Um, oh, by the way, before I go to Ben Franklin, yesterday, very few people mark uh, the importance of uh, the 25th of June in Texas. Angela, do you know why June 25th is? Nope. I have it up there. I have it up there with Juneteenth and a whole lot of other uh, <laughs> veterans. Okay. I, I got all. I have it up there, but very few people know about it. It's the first day that fireworks go on sale, June twenty fifth yeah. every year. There you go. So there was. It's just so exciting to drive past that a fireworks stand. Yeah, and you know, I believe one of them was being run by a pastor. Oh yeah, Pastor yeah, you know, Burdick. Pastor Burdick. Yeah, so if you he, need any, uh, if you need any bottle rockets, blessed by a pastor. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You're good to go. And um, so uh, let's do a little bit of Ben Franklin. Then we're going to take a break, and we're going to open up the, a can of whoop. You know what? On uh, Fredericksburg City, Ben Franklin says, "When you're an anvil, hold still. When you're a hammer, strike your fill." 
Ben said, whatever your job is, do it and do it well. If you're an anvil, hold still. If you're a hammer, strike your fill. Folks, we're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. There's more where that came from. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. I'll be back. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, we're burning daylight here. Um, the um, major, major, major correction to make tomorrow is not the meeting of the Fredericksburg City Council. They are not meeting tomorrow at 9 o'clock. They're not. That's okay, right. it's not. Right. Because it's not. they just came off their meet their last meeting for the month on the 20th of last week. And okay. Jeanette Hormuth did such a good job with that email she sent out. Yes. Really good with the information. And uh, it's sitting here right in front of me, but I had the date written on my uh, 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 my uh, uh, show notes here yes. wrong, so it'll be fixed after that. But that is great because that gives us more time yes. to prepare and get ready. So let's give a little bit of uh, a background on this. Unknownst to the majority of Fredericksburg residents, they hired... They hired. Yes, they did. They hired for over a hundred thousand dollars a year for someone to come in and tell us that um, that uh, rent was too damn high in Fredericksburg. <laughs> Do you remember that party, the 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 uh, the the rents too damn high party in New York? No, that was actually uh, someone created a <laughs> okay. uh, a political party called the Rents Too Damn High Party, um, and so uh, so they hired this guy to come in who to tell you that the rents too damn high in Fredericksburg. Well, guess what? We already knew that. Yeah, <laughs> that, we that, know that. Everybody knows that. In fact, everybody on the city council, including the mayor, should have known that. And in fact, they did know that. So they brought this guy in because his his deal is how to create welfare housing. Now they don't yeah. call it that. No, they, of course they don't call it that. They man. don't like me calling that either, I'm sure. So, Well, the truth hurts. Yeah. What and it sucks, too. It's called Public <laughs> Housing Authority. Yes. Isn't it nice the way they, they term these things? Authority. Yeah. It just makes it yeah. I, public housing authority. They must know exactly what they're doing, man. They're, they're experts. Yeah. They are experts. Man, I'll tell you what, Glenn Beck did a thing on experts sometime in the last, oh, it must have been last week because he was on vacation before that, but he talked about the idea that 200 years ago, who were the experts? The people. We were. The yeah. people were the experts. You know, folks, we are still the experts. Yes. You are You are the expert in your life. That's right. You are the expert in your life. Nobody knows how to run Angela's business better than Angela, right? That's right. You're the expert. Yep, Angela stay is the expert. Stay in your own lane. <laughs> stay in your lane. So um, we hired this guy, Public Housing Authority, over $100,000. Bless his heart. I think that's a good, you know, I mean, he got a good gig. I, uh, no kidding. You know, know I, I, Texas. I would love to have that job. So um, his idea, they're, they're trying to figure out how to, you know, use uh, taxpayer money from responsible adults who... Um, have uh, paid their bills and uh, 
They're trying to figure out a way to pay the bills of other people, to pay for housing for other people. Um, and uh, one of the issues that Angela brought up at very, very, very beginning of this is that if your business is, is uh, you, you can't hire people, if you can't hire people, the business needs to do what? They're, you mentioned Adjust the, the model. Adjust their business model. That's right. That's what it, it's so simple. And then when you live in a in a tourist town, you're going to have to make some adjustments. It's a little bit different than just living in a typical um, in a municipality. That's just right. the reality. Yeah, there's just there's no way around it. And uh, so that's one of the issues. Now, what job is it of the city to af- uh, provide affordable housing? It's not their job. That is not the proper role of government. Period, and it never will be, Matt. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. ever and 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 it's not like this hasn't been tried before oh yeah <laughs> it's not yeah. in fact going back to my least favorite uh president lbj he was all into the projects mm-hmm. i mean that was what his great society put up if that idea was great if that idea was that good that we provide public housing for people who can't afford it we have had Close to 60 years yeah. of experimentation. Right. How's, how's that going for you? That, you know, that is our, our preacher, Jimmy Pruitt. There, there, there's some things that your preacher says every now and then that just get your goat that kind of make you mad. My preacher, he'll say, well, how's that working for you? Yeah. And you just want to kind of kick him in the shins when he says yeah, that, yeah. right? And, and yet here's where we're at. How's that working for you? 60 years yeah. of public housing. Right. Has it ever worked successfully anywhere? I I don't know. Show me one. Show yeah, me something that's worked. Yeah. Someone suggested the tiny house projects on private property. In fact, I believe I may have forwarded that email to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a listener, I believe, here in Kerrville. I don't have the letter in front of me, but he had a family member who's been involved in one of these tiny house projects mm-hmm. for people who um to help them get a foot up a ground uh, yeah. get a get a foot up when that idea actually first started um and it was in oregon when i first noticed it about a year and a half ago if i recall because it was called emerald park or something like that okay. so in portland oregon they decided to build this tiny uh, uh, uh house community for mm-hmm. those who couldn't afford it and it had laundromats, and it had a room for them to, you know, hang out in, and, yeah. and computer access, and job applications, and all of that. So now we're a year, year and a half into that, and I recently looked up a report on that. And um, believe it or not, the neighborhood around there is concerned because of all the drug dealing that goes on at the mm-hmm. tiny house project. Mm-hmm. That it's really, all they've done is just created a really nice place. For addicts and hookers and alcoholics and mentally ill people to hang out and continue in their behavior and the yeah. choices they've made. Yeah. That's all it is. Folks, check it out. I I even talked with someone a couple of years ago, a couple of men here in town who were looking at the tiny house idea. And I, I got this. I said, this is the perfect solution for affordable housing. And it doesn't have to be the city doing it. No, it, it should not be on the back of the taxpayer, Matt. Peer ever. Yeah. Ever. That's not an option. In fact, it should never, it, it should not have ever been considered. And to hire, some, for the city of Fredericksburg to hire someone 
whose job they they say they haven't made the decision to go down this road except they hire someone whose expertise is going down this that road. road yeah who drives the even, bus going down yeah, that road he, he doesn't have any other options to bring to the table because this, it's there, not free enterprise that he's going to bring to the table, and that's the strength of the United States, is free enterprise. And that's where this discussion should be taking place. Yes. Is 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 at that level. But like you said, once they've hired the guy, they already know, they're already going through. It's kind of like up at the House of Representatives when they, uh, they told us they're going to uh, try. This didn't pass, but they said that they were going to, we're going to do a little test on taxing you by mileage, right? Yeah, exactly. That was one of the things they said. That was a bill they tried to pass is like, okay, we're going to, we, we, you know, here's an option. Instead of uh, charging you for, you know, per gallon of gas or mm-hmm. however, which doesn't work on electric cars, and so that's what's upsetting them. Mm-hmm. And so they said, well, let's try a mileage tax because other people are looking at that mileage tax. Well, w- the first thing we said was, if they're uh, doing a test yeah. run, they're oh, yeah. going to do it. They're going to implement it. They're going to implement it. They're not going to go backwards. They're not going to say, oh, that didn't work, darn. That, that never happens. Ever no. happens. I mean, if it does, y'all, somebody proved me wrong. But yeah. that does not happen, and we should be completely aware of that tactic. It's a tactic, Matt. Yep. It is. And so they're pulling that tactic on you in Fredericksburg. You have until July 5th. I, how many of you are going to be gone that day out of town? You know, I mean, you're not. You're going to get it. You're going to be at home watching the fireworks that night out at the uh, fairgrounds, and you're going to be ready for the next day. Just be ready for it. There you go. Nine o'clock, July fifth. Um, yes. If you are not on the Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter mailing list, um, then you are un- very unlikely getting Jeanette Hormuth's newsletters y'all always put those in there don't you put a link in there well, when she writes you try um, to i don't know if we put a link in there to her newsletter because i don't think that's possible oh, okay but we have a link to jeanette to jeanette and you can get on her email list but yes in our email we always alert you to when that city council meeting is coming up so you, yes you can put it on your calendar okay yeah so that's not hard and we really really I can't ex- I can't say it enough. Need people to show up. And yeah. you do not have to speak. Maybe you don't have a grasp of this issue. Right. It doesn't sit right with you. You know something's not right about it. But you're you don't come to the meetings because you feel that is inhibiting and you shouldn't be there. That is an incorrect that's an incorrect assumption. You c- should come. You should sit in a seat and listen to what is being spoken. Jeanette Hormuth is doing a fantastic job. She and some of the um, people on her team um, over some of these issues are doing a great job of explaining it to the Mm -hmm. city council. But when the city council looks out and they see only three people Mm -hmm. who know what they're talking about and no soldiers behind them, sitting and egging and and, and encouraging waiting. them on mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. weighing in on this and absolutely learning from them then they totally they will dismiss the three people who know what they're talking about yeah they, they will they, do that they, they will because they're not in the majority right that's that's what they tell us every time that's right 
Um, there is in this uh, letter that if you can get a copy of it, um, if uh, get with Jeanette and get her to send you this last one. Yes, fantastic. Um, there, uh, Annette Bennett wrote a really good set of, of comments and questions. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you chose to say, well, I want to speak on this, but I don't know what topic or what direction, Annette Bennett has listed a series of, uh, I believe, six questions or comments that any one of those would be a really good topic for you to bring. Just um, one. Just one of them. Yeah, just pick one of them. Right. And so there's some good questions there, and uh, there are a lot of questions. Here's one more thing, the kicker, before we go off on a break, is uh, so after hearing um, all of this uh, during this last meeting, and they went through the whole thing of the need for affordable uh, workforce housing, immediately after that discussion, the next part of the agenda was from the city manager by the name of Clinton Bailey. So he began his city manager's report with an update on housing developments. Huh. <laughs> housing developments. Were there any housing developments? I wonder if there are any new, are there any new apartments going up in Fredericksburg, Angela? Uh, in, are you kidding I me? Would, yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah. I think right now, the number we have right now, there are 583 apartments under construction. Mm-hmm. 70 are completed. And then another 371 are on the way. So from this, we have, plus there are 700 residential homes under construction with another 500 on the way. So we're looking, do we have a housing shortage? We may at this very moment. Sure, we may at this very moment. At this very moment. Probably do. I'll just and say that. Probably yeah, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's about to change real quick that is change if you have not driven up and down friendship if you and if you're on the city council surely you know about the apartments on friendship and the apartments on where's that other set going in i can't remember now i haven't seen yeah but there's they're massive yes tons of it we're going to have plenty of housing available the free market will take care of that housing the free market will take care of that housing and if you're a property owner, for crying out loud, what an opportunity. Yeah. I'm serious. If you're a property owner anywhere near Fredericksburg or in the city limits, what an amazing yeah. opportunity, a capitalist opportunity for sure. you to build a couple of homes, for you to build a, a quad on your yeah. property, a the duplex, something. Is, is, it will, will work really well. It will work for you right now. Yes. Major shortage Go ahead. Go ahead. Here's capitalism at work. All right. Uh, we're going to take a short break. And when we get back, I don't know, man, I got so many things to go off on here. We're, uh, I tell you what, we're going to talk about the, um, where our, um, our, our wonderful Senator Flores, what his grade was oh, yeah. <laughs> from the fiscal responsibility index. You can play this game at home while we're on a break. It's a letter grade. What kind of letter grade mm-hmm. did our Senator Flores, you know he's a conservative in the Senate. Yeah, that's and, what he said. Yeah, he's a conservative. And, and, uh, and, and so y- y'all play this game at home and we'll be right back. I would even, I would even put some wagers on it. <laughs> I, if, I were, if I were at home or riding down the truck with a friend of mine right now, I would, 
I don't know. I'd be I'd I'd float at least five bucks on this. So you can bet on this. What was the letter grade for Senator Flores? And we also will probably get to Murr and Troxclair. Yeah, let's do it. Y'all stay tuned. Texas politicians fear him. He's Matt Log. Right, we are back. Thank you so much for sticking around. You're listening to the Matt Long Show. Oh, no, it's Monday. That's right, it's, Matt. Not we're, to correct you. Yeah, we're listening to the Angela Smith Show with special guest Matt Long every Monday as we are here on the Hill Country Patriot, your information station. And uh, my head is in Mississippi right now. Mm. So um, after the session every year, all these different organizations that we work with come out with scorecards. In fact, not only the organizations we work with, but all the organizations, liberal organizations, there is a a, a gay, uh, one of the LGBT um, uh, uh, (laughs) groups, they have their own little scorecards. So everybody comes out with scorecards. They are generally very narrowly focused. So the scorecard you might get from, uh, I don't know if Texans for Vaccine Choice have a scorecard, but when if they did have a scorecard, all they're looking would, at is votes on yeah. medical freedom and right. vaccines and sure. stuff, right? Sure. Um, and so there are different areas. You've got the Texas Homeschool Coalition mm-hmm. who's going to look at 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 uh, education bills and yeah. at homeschool bills right. all right so each of these organizations has a as a a um as some kind of scorecard they come out with and your representative your senator your representative <laughs> very likely hates <laughs> these scorecards you know they hate them they absolutely hate them we've heard them talk about them, and they always dismiss them whenever they come to town yeah and somebody questions about them they it, they invariably dismiss them matt it's hilarious they cannot answer a question about them because basically they've been caught yeah and uh, so the what the fiscal responsibility index now that has not have anything to do with jumping jacks or sit-ups that's physical that's the, <laughs> the fiscal, fiscal the fiscal this is how you handle money and make decisions that have to do with the budget of the state of texas and where your taxpayer money gets spent i would say that this is a pretty important um, um scorecard for anyone who believes in a smaller government and a fiscal responsible government which should be the Republican Party, right? Uh, I mean, in that you call yourself a Republican and or conservative. Yep, that's, that's what you think, anyway. That's where you're supposed to land. Um, and so, let's look at the Senate first of all. It's no surprise at all who's at the very, very top of the Senate. First of all, they give them A through F uh, grades. Oh, I'm sorry, they give number grades here on uh, no m- number and letter. I'm, mm-hmm. Why am I getting all confused? They give number and letter grades. Yes. Um, and uh, so let's start with the Senate. Bob Hall got a 91 percent. Yes. All right. And so even if you look at Bob Hall's record, um, you're saying, well, which which votes were, you know, what were the uh, what were the bills that they're grading them on? Mm-hmm. And so you can go check that out. Listen, here's the website. 
and everybody's going to want to know this because they're going to want to know. They're going to need how did Murr do? How did uh, how did uh, Donna Campbell do? How did uh, Trox Claire right. do? All right, so you're going to go to Texas Taxpayers. That's with an S. Texas Taxpayers dot com. Texas Taxpayers dot com. Look for the Fiscal Responsibility Index. You can go back many, many years if you want to do this. They will also tell you which votes they considered. And they will tell you how each one of these people voted on each bill. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't think it's a fair, your representative got a fair score, you can go down and actually look at the individual bills that gave them a good vote or a bad vote. Okay. Um, another thing that uh, the the, the um, uh, Texans for Fiscal Responsibility they have been around and operating long enough that they actually send out the lawmakers they give them advance notices mm-hmm. on these big bills and they tell them listen we're we're um, if you're re- fiscally responsible here's where you here's where your vote would be on this right. And they say, we're watching you, and we're going to score right. you on this. Yep. Heritage Action calls that a key vote. Right. So, in other words, we're not going to – when we – they let those legislators know this is a key vote, and they offer good policy to them. Mm-hmm. And probably some of the reasons why. You know, so they, they get plenty of information. They aren't blindsided. Don't let them – you know, if they're not doing their job up there, don't let them tell you that they're blindsided. And they just can't believe that somebody, uh, you know, is putting this kind of information out on them. Mm. So let's. Oh yeah, we were going to talk about Flores, didn't we? Let's see. We're going to start at yes. the top of the list. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. At number ten is Schwartner. Eleven, twelve. Paxton. Angela Paxton goes number twelve. Thirteen. Donna Campbell's number fourteen. Okay. Perry Birdwell. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Wait a minute. I got down to eighteen. How many Republicans are in the? Texas House, 20? Yeah. Yeah. In the Senate, you mean? In the Senate. Senate. Yeah. 20. Pete Flores is number 19 out of 20. Wow. In fact, (laughs) if you put them in numerical order, you get Pete Flores, then Robert Nichols, who is one point lower than uh, Pete Flores, Mm -hmm. and then it hits Democrats. Yeah. So he's like a couple of votes away from being with the Democrats. Being a Democrat. Being a Democrat. Let's just a Democrat. <laughs> so let's just go ahead. That is our senator. And by the way, man, it was such a stunt that the Republican Republican Party and uh, establishment and rhinos mm-hmm. pulled to get Pete Flores into this race. We oh, yeah. had some great candidates. Raul Reyes, an amazing yes. candidate. And I frankly can't remember who else was in him against the primary. Because Raul was because Raul, he was head and shoulders above everybody. And then Flores was not on the radar until the very last second. <laughs> and the moment that the new districts were released to the public. Are you listening to me? The redrawn Senate districts. We watched them draw and move lines and move lines, and we had all of these different district lines drawn, and none of those district lines for our district ever had the home of Pete Flores in it in Senate District 24. Mm -hmm. He was in another district. Yes. 
in the very last iteration when Raul Reyes' campaign is on full force and he's hit a bajillion doors in Senate District 24, been on the radio, been out campaigning at the very last minute, the map comes out and there is this little snake it, is, extending, it looks like a snake. Yes. It looks like a snake or a tail. Yes, yeah, so the tail of a snake, maybe. Yeah, the tail of a or of a I don't know a Dinosaur. skunk, a skunk. <laughs> the tail. Of, I don't think rhinos have long tails. <laughs> no. I think this looked more like a skunk tail. All of these lines on Senate District Twenty Four are nice straight county lines, like they should be. Like they should be. Yes. That's what they tell them: is go by the county as much as, as, much possible. as possible. Yes. And then what did they do? The establishment saw that there was not a good a good establishment running in Senate District 24, and they put that little snaky line mm-hmm. out there to make sure. And, I, folks, I am not exaggerating when I tell you that that district line goes one block, one block behind Pete Flores' house. Mm-hmm. I'm not exaggerating. All right? And so Pete Flores, then that map comes out, which none of us knew about, but what did Pete Flores have up and running within 24 hours? Oh. The, a, next, the, the next, next the day. very next day. The website was up. The text messages were flying from Don Buckingham and Dan Patrick. Oh, yeah. Everything was, was in place, ready to go the moment they announced the redistricted maps. Yep. It was so painfully obvious and maybe the only reason, maybe a lot of voters, this is new information to them, Matt. I, I don't might be. know, but it was so painfully obvious that we were getting, we were being taken. Yeah. And now look what we have. And now what we have, 55 yeah. out of 100. A guy who, with a serious um, surplus of money, the state surplus is, it's almost ridiculous, too. He um, had uh, almost $2 million to run for that yes, office. Yep. And I think he spent 1.7. I think yeah. he had 1.9 and spent 1.7. Yeah. So he's he kept it, him a couple hundred thousand dollars in the bank. So, you know, when he sat down with us, Matt, prior to, you know, taking taking the office, you know, he, he told us we didn't have, we don't have, you don't have to worry about me. I'm a, right. I'm conservative. I, yeah. And Dan Patrick's is, is the most conservative Republican there. You just need to worry about the House. He yeah. tried to deflect to the House. Well, I'm sitting right here looking at his index score of 55, a career rating of F. Uh, I'm worried. Yeah. Yeah, worried. Um, You can go down and you can look at um, Texans for Lawsuit Reform was his biggest contributor. Mm -hmm. Um, Texans for Responsible Government. I... (laughs) You know, I guess if you just name it, whatever you name it, (laughs) and that makes it okay... It makes it okay, but if people fall for it, gosh, I don't know what to say. So if you want to go through and see every bill that they're talking about, if you're a Flores fan and you think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, go through there and read the votes on on each of these bills that they clearly marked and tell you why this is a good bill and why it's not a bad bill. And then while you're there, look at that little map, and you'll know what we're talking about, that little uh, snake They've got this little tiny map that is on the uh, TFR on the uh, uh, TexasTaxpayers.com website, and it makes that snake look pretty big that goes into his, um, that goes around his house. 
um, around Flores's house. They make it look pretty big on that tiny map, but um, when you get down on that map, you'll realize how snaky that uh, line is that went and right. grabbed Flores's house and took a Senate seat away from possibly. I, I think Reyes Raul would have been an he would have been oh, an amazing such senator. a patriot and loves this country, loves people, lo- loves every you know loves everybody all yeah. uh, across the board, and um, he knows the border. He would have yeah. fought for this board. He knows what's going on down there. We wouldn't. I mean, would we still be in the position we are yet? But he would have fought tooth and nail while while um, Flores was there talking about being kind yeah to those coming across the border yeah yeah i mean he didn't fight no he didn't um we're way behind we're gonna take a short break then we'll be right back he owns the largest collection of do-rags in gillespie county he's matt long All right, we are back in an extremely shortened fourth quarter, um, but we're not going to leave you hanging in the air. We're going to give you Murr's score and Trox Claire's score. Just a reminder, this is the fiscal index responsibility, uh, fiscal responsibility index, and you can find it at texastaxpayers.com. They are not just assigning random numbers. They go through each and every single vote that they count and use in the um, in this score. And not only that, they explain why is a good vote, why is it a bad vote, and they go through every single bill that it has a fiscal attachment to it that uh, has to do with spending your money or managing taxpayer money so that's the only they don't care who you vote for in the um uh the the cowboy uh capital (laughs) of texas or the texas uh official hat or whatever all they're worried about is your score for fiscal responsibility index right and i'll give you a good example of this one jared patterson is a hero among the school uh, folks right now and yes. the book moms Over, right yes right he is absolutely the hero and i'm sure the moms for liberty and all of that the moms all yeah. those that are defending schools yeah. and your children's books jared patterson gets like the trophy right yes he does now i'm just going to tell you his fiscal index is a 70 out of 100 okay. all right so we we can we can break these out i can praise mm-hmm. jared patterson for doing really good job but in the other hand, I can turn around and say, Jared, your your score, your fiscal responsibility yeah. score is a low C. So Which that was, means, Matt, that he's they are in they are growing government. Yes. That's what that means. When we say you spent too much money, yeah, it sounds bad. When you say you grew government, it's really bad. Yep. And that's what they're doing, growing government. Not to, not to interrupt you, but No, no, that's her. that's right. So Ellen Troxclair got a vote out of a hundred of sixty eight. Out of a hundred, that is uh, that would be a D in anybody's book. All right, you know, usually see. now when they go up there for the first time, they they usually start out good. Yeah, <laughs> and they get bad. So let's go to Murr. So Murr 
he is, he got a 54 Four, out of 100. F. Yeah. He's a big time F. Yeah, they love, spe- listen, <laughs> they love spending money when they get up there. It fixes yeah. everything, Matt. Don't you know that? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, and Andy, I promise you, because I've heard him talk about the uh, fiscal responsibility index he <laughs> says it is not fair they cherry pick it's run by a bunch of nut jobs up there and that michael quinn sullivan and all of that only, Mer- only a true liberal would talk like that matt sorry yep. but that's the truth so Murr's going to come out and defend this and what you need to know is what do you what you need to know is what exactly which votes were bad yeah so when you can talk to him, you can say, yeah, well, what about this bill, Andy? And it's all right there. And it's all right there. So good. Taxes, Texas, with taxpayers, with an S on yes. the end, texastaxpayers.com. Y'all stay tuned for Lorraine, and um, we'll see y'all back here manana. Yeah, I have Caleb, uh, and uh, yeah, I have Caleb coming in tomorrow. Cool. So, all right, we'll see you.